pull up a bar stool. All right. So I've got John Robinson, JR, my business manager, backup CEO, back on the show to talk about entrepreneurship stuff. And our primary focus today will be on game changers. So the things that happened throughout this past year changed perspective, changed how you're going to do things the next year. Uh, I think it's pretty important for any of you entrepreneurs who are looking to make maybe make a shift or evaluate everything that happened over the past year and get things right. So sit back, relax, pop a bottle. Let's do it. Hey everybody, John here from JohnLumber.com and John Lumber Digital on Facebook. We have another edition of the Social Media Pubcast where each week we invite you to the virtual pub and we get drunk on entrepreneurship. So I've got John Robinson, JR, my business manager, backup CEO, back on the show. How's it going, JR? I really don't want to talk today because we, again, we start with fantasy football. And I wasn't even Family fantasy football. I wasn't going to bring it up, yeah. but since you brought yeah, it up, I, I didn't do well. Uh, I, I, yeah, I, I talked to John, uh, I think it was Friday, mm-hmm. and he said, I just want to In advance, I was being very kind. And I In advance. I, and I knew, yeah, I knew exactly what was coming. He's like, I just want to apologize for you know, the buck kicking I'm going to give you this weekend in our fantasy league. And I just want to point out that not only did I beat John, but I beat him by 80 points, and I got the best score I think we've had in the history of the history. <laughs> it, it was, was historical. All right. With that said, I have a theme for today's discussion, and the theme is game changer. Because I've just gone three weeks in a row losing, and I went really solid every week winning until then and I've lost three weeks in a row so now it's a game changer for me I had to really rethink my strategy because one time eh, two times uh oh three times oh no so now I've got to change my game so with that said I while I know it's not the end of the year yet but I want to go into some of the game changers that that you've seen this year in your business. And I'll jog your mind as usual, just jog you to think about the the best decision you've made this year, or best new decision you've made this year, or new achievement, or new lesson, or new capability, or new teamwork. I mean, those are a few. And, and I'm building off of our, our morning huddle because every week at John Loma Digital, we have a huddle with our team around the world and we get it done in about 25 minutes or less. And every week we talk to the team and talk to them about kind of what's on their plate, you know, what's on their plate, where they need support, what's ahead. And I ended the call today to just kind of talk about, you know, what were the achievements and capabilities and teamwork that that we just saw from the previous week. And I don't know why it just felt so good to just acknowledge, you know, when you had teammates working well together, 
And then when you have a new mm-hmm. capability added, like one of the capabilities that we just added was that we noticed, which was a new lesson, so our best new lesson of last week, was that we noticed that there were a couple of people surprised in PHC Basic that their annual s- subscription was coming up. And it just said, hey, I didn't know, even though we do have a communication plan that lets them know. So with that new lesson, Tracy and I talked and then I you know, let her know like, hey, where are we communicating? I got curious about where are we communicating, where aren't we communicating? What is it that we really could say and what do we really want to do? And we want to increase the number of participants that stay with us if it works for them. And if it works for them and they want a little bit more, we want to move them over to HC Elite. So with all that said, it was just pretty cool to acknowledge in less than a minute, a new lesson, a new capability, and some new teamwork. So let me jog your mind. And it doesn't have to be the, the whole year. It could just be what you've noticed even about yourself over the last month of some new decisions that you've made, which you've made a few. What comes to mind? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's, I think one of the primary things for me is I am a better creator than delegator. Um, and I say delegator, I guess so it's, it's less about delegating responsibilities and more about delegating that, uh, creative process. So, um, I get more, uh, I feel more of a, a reward for actually creating the content as opposed to sitting back and like, let you, you guys do this and you guys do that. Um, I enjoy actually, you know, ha- getting the traffic, getting the new opt-in, whatever, uh, with the webinar training, whatever it be. Um, cause it's, it's content that I spend a lot of time on. So, that kind of went complete opposite of where we were talking a year ago in that it's like, I need to scale back on some stuff. Yeah. And let me provide a little bit of context for that because I believe that it's a best new confidence. And what I mean by that is that yes, a year ago we wanted to make things 10 times easier for you. And we said, all right, well, let's bring on some additional talent to help us with some of the content. And as the year went on, your confidence was being built in, you know, being a coach, being a dad and doing some winning on the baseball field while kind of feeling a little bit of some losses in the, on the business field. And it, it, it did become noticeable that you didn't have as much of your spark for the business. Not to mean you don't care about the business, not to mean that it's not important to you. Just, hey, if you're not being the creator, there's a there's an energy to that. There's a there's a spark to being a creator. So your confidence is, it really is in creation. And that's a game changer is that your creative and productive place is in developing content. And we just kept trying to think, oh, let's outsource it or let's try to, and now we know that's not it. So now we just have to figure out over the next year, how do we make sure that 
burnout doesn't happen. And it's a, it's a balance of like, okay, how do, how do we keep you in this creative and productive place that you're in now without jeopardizing everything else? Yeah. And that's something we've, I've thought a lot about. And I think a big part of it is being first of all, realistic about what I want to accomplish next year. Second of all, prioritizing and looking at some of the things we're doing now and scaling back. Um, so yeah, part of that's what we're doing with the PHC entrepreneurs community. Um, as well as, you know, what kind of opt-ins are we going to do? I'm going to continue to do a free webinar every month, which has been my big lead lead magnet. And I think, uh, the answer to that is probably not, but there's some other things I'm working on that hopefully I can create once, uh, spend less time on that will replace that. So it's, it's trying to be a little bit smarter about, um, where I'm spreading. Yeah. I, there's something else as I listen to you say that. And I think there is a dilemma that the entrepreneur has and that dilemma is, Hey, I'm going to create a business that scales and I don't want a job, but I want to create a business that scales. So as I create a business that scales, then that means I'm not going to do the work anymore. Mm, There's a downside to that because right now, as I'm thinking about it, and I haven't told you this idea yet really well for PAC entrepreneur, but there's a part of me that yes, as we scale back and there's a part of me that says, man, I want to, to help push projects push people and create an experience where everybody pushes each other. So I'm thinking, man, what if I could get 10 people every two weeks on a call for 25 minutes to 45 minutes that just talked about their projects and where they were stuck and where they needed help. Now that's what I have in my head. And I'm like, Oh, well that'd be kind of cool. Then I'm like, well, how scalable is that really? Like, all right, what if we what if we gave this as an offering as a possibility to let's say PhD entrepreneur right now? And 30 people said yeah, I would bet for 99 bucks, let's just say 99 bucks a month for two project pushing sessions. I would sit there and think, okay, well, what if we got more people to do it? And then but I don't want to do those. I don't want to do I don't want to do that. I mean, I want it, I want it to work. I want it to help people, but I don't want to do that many. I would like to do a couple. And then mm-hmm. you find yourself in that dilemma. It's like, how much is too much? How little is too little? And what's going to fuel you? So I like that we did the experiment this year. And I like that we're going to adjust and see what happens next year and, and see you know, if you get that that swing back, that energy back, getting back into that flow. And that's not to say that it happens or it doesn't happen yet. We don't know. Yeah, I mean, I can tell you, I, I already feel way different than I did mm-hmm. a month ago. And um, because I was, I was definitely in a bit of a rut. Um, and I think it's a matter, and like, you know, you said, you know, there's some drawbacks and whatnot. Um, to you know, scaling and everything else. I, I think it also depends on your personality in terms of uh, 
whether you are more of a, let's let's use a sports analogy again, I guess. Are you an owner? Someone who just sits back and spends the money and makes the money uh, and puts people in place places to succeed and whatnot? Or are you a general manager or manager or a player? You know, so I kind of see myself in that realm of general manager slash manager. Um, but I think what we try to do this last year is move, move us back more to that owner slash general manager role. Whereas more trying to sit back more and let it, let other people do the work. Um, There's a book that I was just turning around to look at called The Law of Simplicity, and it is really a super read. It's small. It's it's a small book. It's a simple book, but it's written by this MIT professor, yeah. and I I'm really really thinking about pulling it off the shelf because there's an idea in my head called simplifier. And like this, what's this best new simplifier for the next 12 months for you? And I'm going to say what I believe the best new simplifier is that you conduct all of the training and it's driven by you. Now, that's that's the hypothesis is that, hey, if John does creates all the training and I'm making this up, this isn't this isn't in stone, but I'm just saying, wow, for those that are out there that are, you know, contemplating you know, how to make things more simple, sometimes it's to just do it all yourself. So if we just said the newest simplifier is John does all the training himself, we depend on him to do all the training himself. So then he enjoys the process of creating. I think that's a win. Because if you enjoy the process of creating, I don't, I believe you get sharper the more research you do when you're designing training, right? Yeah. Right, yeah. and I would say you said you're in a little bit of a rut. Yeah. I, would you say you were in a bit of a learning rut as well? Because, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say that overall, my confidence level had dropped in terms of my in my knowledge of, of the subject uh, during the time. And it wasn't just passing off that stuff, but yeah, I was I was writing a whole lot less. I wasn't doing the trainings. I wasn't doing the monthly webinars anymore. Um, and part of it is just uh, because I was focused so heavily on the baseball side of life. Uh, but the other thing is, you know, I, I pulled myself out like that. I started, I just I felt less confident about what was going on. Um, so even when the baseball season ended and I was supposed to get back into it, like I, you can't just flip a switch and like, Oh, I'm confident right. now. <laughs> I know where I'm going to go. I know what we're going to do. Um, so yeah, it was, uh, so, and where I, I got yeah. out of it somehow, but it's, well, it's, it's nice, to, nice for you shift. to be back in the batter's box. Cause I think as we've talked about this before, the, in the whole on deck and batter's box, in entrepreneurship, it's very different. You've even just described it as, you know, owner and general manager and player. But it is, you can find yourself out of the batter's box when you delegate almost everything. <laughs> and then you're wondering why you're not getting any, your business isn't getting any hits. Nine times out of ten, because the owner has stepped out. Well, it's, it's sometimes it's the opposite. Like the owner shouldn't be creating yeah. content. 
in certain circumstances, right? right? So uh, you just have to know where you fit and where you feel mm-hmm. energized and where your strengths are. And so like, in the spirit of staying stuff. within game changers, and I'm not sure how to approach this one, but I'm going to go to baseball. And if I'm a player whose swing isn't that powerful, but I for next season in the off season, I'm trying to make my swing more powerful. Is that, is that like a new capability? Is it new? Like, what would you tell an athlete that's going to be a game changer on the way that, you know, he or she performs like in their swing? Is it fundamentals? Is it strength conditioning? What, what, what is it? It's a combination. I mean, it's uh, part of its natural gifts. Mm-hmm. Are you big or small? Are you strong, strong or not? Uh, are you still growing? I mean, it's, it's part of it. Yeah, part of it too. You, you don't necessarily have to be bigger, mm-hmm. but are you strong? Are you getting the most out of yourself? And so you might have to do some some strength training. And then finally, is like, does your even if you're big and strong, does you, do you get the most out of your swing? So that could be a fundamentals slash. Mechanical. So, with that things. said, what if what would be the biggest game changer for you as an entrepreneur on the best new strength? Like, what's the best new strength that you would see for yourself over the next twelve months? Because you're really—I uh, <laughs> was going to teach you and say you're really weak and small and everything like that, but I'm not going to go there. Yeah. Um, honestly, um, you know, I, I really, I really hope that I can get the, get the most out of a very concise focused Mm -hmm. amount of work. So, and try to avoid distraction and maintain that energy, that same level at that energized level throughout. I call it bizarre focus. Like your your best new strength next year would be bizarre focus. And it's a focus I had. Okay, at one time. what happened? For those that those that brag about well, having bizarre you, focus before and lost it, what happened? Yeah, I mean it's pretty simple. It's like so once we started growing and uh, start delegating, and I start giving responsibilities to others that I would normally do, especially when the responsibilities I enjoyed, that took away more of my my focus and my confidence. Um, and that's part of it. Just uh, more, I mean, the fact that I, we were intentionally trying to pull me out a little bit more, um, that absolutely interfered yeah. with my focus. What about best new opportunity? over the next 12 months like you've just talked about best new strength um i'm thinking best new confidence we just talked about as well is that we know that you know this is about you shifting to taking more ownership of content creation but what's the best new opportunity that you see over the next 12 months i think um i think list building i think uh I took a focus off of that for a while, and part of it, there's a little bit of complacency there. It's like, man, I've got this great list, and 
it's magical. It really is. Um, but you got to take care of it. You got to nurture it. You got to keep building it. And, uh, you know, coming up with original ideas to, to build it, uh, especially ideas that are a little bit more evergreen than every month mm-hmm. having a webinar. Um, I think that'll be really important in the next year because it's not just that, you know, statement, oh, we need to build our list. It's it's understanding the opportunities there when we're growing a fresh list of new people um, that undoubtedly should lead to more sales, more revenue. So um, that's definitely going to be a focus. With the, with the respect to, we know that when we set goals that we get a radical, we pay radical attention to goals. What is the best new goal that you see? And you could even say your running goal because this year was what? What was what was this year? Six hundred. What's, what's miles. next year's best new goal for running? Okay, seven hundred. What's your best new goal for business? Uh, I don't know. I mean, numerically, I don't know what that number would be. It'd probably have to be something related to PHC or or registrants or a revenue number, but I don't know. I don't know what that that number would be. What about your best new goal for the Spiders next year? Spiders is the baseball team that John coaches. Uh, Nice. Nice. So that would that make next year a game changing year for you? If you got bizarre focus, if you were, you know, you were conducting all of the training or most of the training that you were pursuing a list building approach that is non-traditional that we haven't tested before as much like this. Did you say the surveying? Did you? Oh, I, I don't know why I thought I heard that. And might as well mention as I think about it, because part of a best new capability, it can be tied to, a, you know, a best new opportunity, which is list building. And John talked a little about list building, but the new capability that we're testing right now is what, John? It's basically creating mm-hmm. quizzes. So, um, you know, it's something I experimented with. Through about a year ago, um, of this at this big test, this quiz of thirty questions, and um, it was you know after you took it, it would recommend a webinar for you because that's back when I used to do a beginner intermediate uh, webinar, and then advanced to recommend uh, PhD for you. Um, but so thought thought was okay. Well. Um, this new list builder, I mean, people love taking quizzes, but one of the complaints was, oh, there's just too many questions in that 30, 30 questions. But what if I did quick quizzes? They're on very specific topics. There are five to 10 questions each. Um, so I could feature one that embedded on the website or it's a part of a pop-up or whatever that people take. It's like, if you want to take more of these, you have to register um, and then here's a long list of all the various quizzes you can take to test yourself. So we'll see. Um, but I think that's one way of building a list in, in a new way that I haven't done before that should hopefully 
once I get it built, take less stress off of me on a regular mm-hmm. ongoing basis. Yeah, that, that's going to be fun to watch for sure. So as a baseball coach, sometimes you look at the current team you have and you look at next year's team. And now that I've lost three fantasy football games in a row, I am thinking about my best new who. Like, I'm thinking, which players am I going to bring on? Because I don't like losing. And I hate losing to you. So, within within that spirit, do you see a best new who? And I'm going to give you a little different angle to consider it. Maybe it's not an actual player, but it could be more capabilities for your business. So, you know, we have, we have some top talent and on our team and maybe there's some more capabilities that we want out of that top talent next year. So is there a best new who or best new next capability? I guess I could call it. Maybe. I mean, uh, you know, in particular with, with Tracy and Lucas, I mean, they've been awesome. And, um, so whether it's expanding on what they do, um, continuing to focus on what what they're doing right now, and which is great regardless, if they help kind of lead the charge on expanding, bringing in another person that they can oversee, do something else um, that's, that's related to what they do, that's um, beyond what we're doing right now. These are all things to think about because, uh, yeah, you're right. It's really good. Um, foundation right now and um, kind of got to think about yeah. what we're going to do with that. Yeah, and I think that's that's part of like even the best new leverage because I think a lot of times that, that we have assets and capabilities and, and talent that we squander. Like there are certain players on certain teams. Yeah, I'm still stuck on fantasy football. There's, there's certain players and certain teams that the moment they move over from one team, you're like, oh, yeah, Des Bryant's about to blow up at Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, yeah, that's about to happen. And then Des Bryant tears his Achilles. Blows, blows up his Achilles. <laughs> In what, the first or second practice? And made a million bucks or something. Who knows? But but I I think about like that best new leverage and and that in the spirit of of our relationship, you know, I'm thinking about how do I become a better leverage for next year? Like as for those that are using business coaches or accountability coaches or performance coaches and what have you it's a great time to reevaluate, you know, at the end of the year to say, all right, where, where are we at? And that's not to say that the best goodbye, there could be a best new goodbye as well. So it doesn't have to always be a best new leverage, but it could be a best new goodbye. If you don't figure out how to get the most out of, you know, the talent that's there and the need, you know, so when I think of best new leverage for next year, I think, yeah, there is a way to look at the talent pool that we have and think of, all right, 
how how can we make their jobs a little bit easier but give them a little bit more and give them more support which could be another person who knows who knows we don't know so with all that being said just for those that are listening just just it's always healthy just to kind of think through you know where you might be squandering some things some some assets some money speaking of that i know that john (laughs) i found out the hard way today (laughs) <laughs> that he decided not to use one of our conference call or video conference call services because I think we have four or three or whatever. <laughs> right. Yeah, well, I and know. I didn't know that we stopped using that one and I had always used it. I'd already had an account before, but when we got a company account, they merged my personal account into it and then John canceled it and they canceled my account. So, with all that said, there's a, at the end of the year, there's also ways to go look and see where you're wasting a little bit of money. You know, even, even at $50, 1250 a month, whatever it is, uh, you will find you might be pleasantly surprised that uh, that you're saving some money. Isn't that what's going on with you? Yeah, I'm just kind of going back and, and looking at how I'm, I'm spending money right now. And there's a lot of stuff, when it, especially when it comes to software. Like I don't, I don't like to be cheap and like uh, then miss out on certain um, functionality I need later, which I don't know if that's a smart way of going about it. But so what I found is a lot of times I'll I'll get the the top model whatever that is, um, and then realize down the road like I didn't need that at all. <laughs> so after you know after a year or so goes by and it it starts to transform in terms of how I'm going to be using it. I'm like, I really didn't need that at all. Or I, I could have used this. They, they have a free model or a cheaper model, or there's an alternative I could have used. Could have done all the same things. I mean, zoom was the example that JR was bringing up there. And so I started out with just the free zoom and then I paid 1495 and for the pro. And then for some reason I added JR and I think probably Lucas and then by doing that, that was an additional fourteen ninety five for each one per month. And then for some reason, I signed up for the Zoom webinar edition, which is another $40 a month. So all of a sudden, now we're looking at about $100 a month for something that I think we could have gotten away with, if not doing free, $14.95 a month. I mean, even a more extreme example would have been GoToWebinar. Like, I'm spending close to $500 a month on that. And I'm looking at um, like Webinar Jam, which, by the way, Webinar Jam, it looks like a cool product, but enough with the over-marketing product every time I do anything. (laughs) Jesus. I think that's probably why I never signed up for it in the first place, because it's freaking annoying. But, you know, that product is like a tenth of the cost, because like what I pay for Webinar Jam for a year is pretty much what I I would pay for go to webinar for a month. So, anyway, so there are things like that I've been sorting out. I'm like, I, I need to stop wasting money. It's not a matter of like using cheap options. It's like, well, if I'm not using that, there's no reason to be spending that much yeah. more. So, perfect. Well, that is exactly what I wanted to talk about today. Where all the game changes that come to mind for you. And you asked me at the beginning. You said, "Hey, is there a worksheet?" And I'm like, "Oh, well, I call them discussion cheat sheets." And I said, "No," but then. Of course, when I go through these conversations, I luckily have a skill that says, hmm, 
best next. So yes, I'm creating a, a, a discussion cheat sheet or worksheet called best next. <clears throat> so you can focus on all the game changers that you want in your 2019 business. And like I said, we just went through a few of them and we went through some decisions some achievements some lessons, some capabilities. And do you hear the, this background noise? Yeah, there's somebody chopping down a tree, and it, literally, and they're grinding the tree outside the window. So that's what all that crazy noise is. But all in all, we have all these different possible game changers. So I'll be designing a worksheet, and we will pair it up with this week's conversation. All right, so for those who are in PHC entrepreneurs, we'll link to it uh, within the comments. I'll put it within that new worksheet area in powerhitterclub.com so thanks everybody for listening got anything else no nope, uh, too many trees being chopped <laughs> okay alright thank you all until next time do awesome things we're out